All right. Um, dear Father God, I just thank you uh, for today. Thank you for all the students here, Lord. Uh, thank you, Lord, for blessing them. Thank you for protecting them, Lord. I just want to pray um, you continue to anoint me and um, the work tonight, and you continue to anoint the worship team. And thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You guys are pretty quiet. <laughs> what? Yeah, I see. Uh, cool, yo. So my name's Cameron, and uh, yeah, I'll be bringing the word for you guys tonight. It's awesome. I enjoy doing this. It's such an honor to be able to preach the word and uh, show you guys my perspective of Christ. Um, I think it's pretty interesting. Um, all right, let's just jump right into it then. Um, if you guys got your your Bibles or your your uh, cell phones, things like that, I'm going to be in Luke 7, 1 through 10. And so let me know when you guys get there. Good? All good? Bailey, you good? You you good, Bailey? Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. So seven through one, a uh, seven, uh, Luke seven, one through ten. So now when he concluded all his, I have the New King James, by the way. So so it might sound different from whatever version you like. So I'll just read from here. So now when he concluded all his sayings and the hearing of the people, he entered the uh, Capernaum and a certain centurion servant who was dear to him was sick and ready to die. So when he heard about Jesus, he sent the elders of the Jews to him, pleading with him to come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying uh, that the one for whom uh he should do this was deserving, for he loves our nation, and he has built us a synagogue. Then Jesus uh, went with them, and when he was already not far from the house, the centurion uh, sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble us, for I am not worthy. Uh, uh, I am not worthy uh, for I did not think to myself worthy to come to you, but say the word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, having soldiers. Uh, uh, I'm losing my place here. <laughs> having soldiers under me and I say, to, I say to one go and he goes and to, uh, to another come and he comes and to my servant do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and turned around to the crowd that followed him and say, he said, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And those who were sent returning to the house found the servant well and that had been sick. And I really like that message. That message um, is awesome. I really love how Jesus... How that guy had such simple faith, and um, yeah, it's just amazing stuff. It really is. Every time I read that, but anyways, 
You know, I always like starting off my messages by saying I wasn't raised in church because it's really uh, a great part of my testimony. I think it's um, how um, my perspective of, I like looking at things from a, like, compare and contrast. So from my life before Christ, because I wasn't raised in church, I started going to church when I was 19, and after Christ, and show you guys really the drastic difference in my life. And um, yeah, so my message today is going to be about um, what's your faith like? Because that's this uh, message that on the centurion servant, which I'll go back over, um, explain to you guys. It's really a um, um, message I really like. I think it's awesome. And it's a, it's a total faith um, episode that that Jesus had the centurion servant come to him and believe, but nothing by faith. He didn't see, he had to see anything of Jesus that he did. He just believed his word. And he, and he said, Lord, that's all I need. And I know that you'll do it. So, but anyway, anyways, like I said, I wasn't raised in church. And uh, I didn't know what faith was. I didn't know what, um, how that looked. I didn't know what that meant to have faith in God or to have an understanding of believing in God for things. But that surely, once I got saved, that surely changed, even though I didn't know what that meant still when I was saved. But I just knew when I got saved, I knew that I had to just put my trust in Jesus because I knew how much power and authority he spoke with, even from the little of understanding I had from the Bible. But... If you guys don't have, you know, don't think you have faith in anything or you just think you have little faith, I think that's perfect because I think if you give God time and you give him just a little bit of your time, I promise it'll pay off because it's a huge, huge investment, especially uh, later in life, which I'm going to show you guys here in a second. Um... Yeah, like I said, it is just a, a a great thing because in my life, like I said I didn't know how to have faith and how to pretty much how to believe for things, how to you know pray for my friends, how to um, you know have faith like the centurion soldier, su- such as when Jesus he just said Jesus say the word, and it and it came to past. And um, but yeah, I think that really just comes from, if you want to build your faith, I believe it just comes from the Word. I think, I know that sounds really boring and really um, something that is kind of hard to get into because, I mean, I, people don't know where to start in the Bible and, you know, just kind of things are just everywhere. But um, but I think if you just start somewhere in the Bible, I think you will have I think you would just make steps towards God. I think you will definitely have a better understanding of him, a better understanding of yourself, better understanding of of um, the kind of faith that he wants that he wants to show you, just like in this patches here, how the guy just believed Jesus. And Jesus said he had to he'd never seen this kind of faith even in Israel. And I thought it was pretty amazing how Jesus marveled at this guy. But we don't know anything about this guy. We just know he was a servant. I mean he was a soldier saying that Lord, I'll believe you if you just say the word. And one scripture also always comes to mind in Romans 10, 17. It says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I think that's pretty evident if you guys want to look that up, um, just so I'm not lying. 
But Romans 10, 17, it says, faith comes by hearing and hearing from the word of God. That is, that's what I mean by if you spend time a little bit in the word, you'll, you'll see that what's where, that's where we build our faith from. We build it from the word. That's where we stand on. That's where we, that's where we get our backbone from. We, all, we pin all of it on Jesus because he never really just, you know, miraculously just did anything. It even says that he grew in, in grace. He grew in wisdom. He grew in understanding. So I think it's awesome because he really had, um, he showed us even back then how he had to learn these things. It wasn't just magically, you know, delicious. I don't know how. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't just like, you know, it just wasn't just there. He had to learn these things. He had, and I think it's amazing because even though as he did it, we can also do it too. So I think that is an amazing thing. And I'm so thankful for that. And also, you know, it's a great way to, you know, build your faith is, you know, you come to Hope and listen to Zach preach. You know, he's a, he's an awesome preacher. I wish you guys can come listen to him that don't come a Sunday. He, he will surely build your faith. <laughs> but like I said, I think it's also a thing that just uh, building your faith is just spending quality time. Like, it doesn't matter if it, it don't have to be like five hours or something like that. We're reading your Bible or praying, whatever you feel comfortable doing. But I think if you take steps towards God, I think you will see um, an increase, not only in your personal life, but in your spiritual life of having an understanding. But, um, yeah, I just want to give you guys an example, too, um, of that. I think I was, I got saved in 2011. That was my first year here at Iowa Central. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm old. I've been here way too longer than I'm pretty sure all you guys want to be here, like, <laughs> on this campus. But I got saved probably, like, in October. And um, long story short, I uh, went home in 2014 because I was done with Iowa Central. And cause I'm, I'm from Georgia, by the way. And um, I just remember um, one day I was kind of having a rough time when I was in Georgia. I didn't actually... Uh, couldn't find a job after I left uh, Iowa Central because I was playing sports and stuff. And um, but long story short, I remember my auntie called my mother and and they're talking. And I remember she asked about me, and I was like, and well, she wanted to talk to me. I was like, yeah, well, you know, of course, you know, it's our, you know, it's family, you know. So of course I want to talk to them. But anyways, she, since she knew I was a Christian man now, she. Um, she asked, she was telling me, you know, it's just one of those things in my family, like, as soon as they knew I'm a Christian, like, they're just like, hey, I need you to pray for me, like, so they put me on the spot, like, instantly, I'm just like, man, I wasn't ready for that, but all right, let's go, but, <laughs> but anyways, uh, she was talking about how she, it was wintertime, and in Georgia, it's really nice, um, it was, like, in the 60s, and um, she was saying that she had, um, she had no no heat, no heating, no, like, she had no heating, and she had bald tires on her car, and, and she was really, really down about it. I, I was, um, not about to cry, but I was close to it, because I knew in, you know, in the Midwest, it gets really cold, and she had no way of, of getting those things, but we prayed, and this is just a faith thing that I had, um, and it wasn't it wasn't anything I'd do with me. I took myself out of it and I prayed. We prayed and I was like, Lord, if you do this right now, I was like, we will believe you will do it. And that actually she she actually called me the next day and she actually had someone give her new tires. I think my cousin's dad got her new tires that same day 
And then, lo and behold, I think someone helped her actually get her heating on that same entire day. Like, she got a whole new, like, heating system in her, um, in her house, or they fixed it or something like that. But long story short, they pretty much, like, everything that I prayed about came to pass. And that was, like, the first time that I, I seen, like, like, something miraculous like that, that we actually prayed for it, and it actually came to pass. And I was just completely amazed by it. I was like, man, like, that is just, like, totally God. It has nothing to do with me. It didn't have anything to do with how good it was, how, I don't know how spiritual the prayer was, but it had to do with all about Jesus and put my faith in him just like the centurion did. And that was just pretty awesome. But um, one thing I really liked the centurion, though, was uh, here he said um, in verse... Um, in verse 8, no, in verse 7, he said, Therefore, I did not think of myself worthy to come to you, but if you say the word, my servant will be, my servant will be healed. And I always thought, like, that part of the message was is pretty amazing. Uh, because this guy, I don't know if he knew anything about Jesus, but he knew that Jesus was, um, but spoke with authority and power. He didn't use his five senses, his taste, see, smell, you know, he didn't have to see anything. He just believed purely by faith. He didn't see it. He didn't see anything in Jesus. He just heard about it. And then when he saw Jesus and Jesus and saw him from afar and he said, you know what, Jesus, I just believe you by your word. You say it and it'll be done. And I just thought that was a pretty amazing uh, by the guy um, to just believe Jesus' word. And also, you know, he didn't ask for any signs, you know, when he was walking back. He didn't think, you know, he wasn't like, man, I hope Jesus gives me a sign, you know, that this is going to happen, even though I just said, you know, I'm just going to believe your word. You know, he wasn't asking for any magical rocks to to start singing or any. <laughs> he didn't ask for, you know, something crazy to happen. But long story short, like I said, he just didn't ask for any signs, he just believed by his word. And I, I believe that people even do that today. People ask for, when they ask God to do stuff, they look for signs. They look for people. They look for things that in the middle for like, well, I know, you know, what I prayed for. It might, it didn't happen instantly, but I pray that I can see a sign for it to, you know, hopefully it'll happen soon instead of just going by God's word like he said the first time. Um, I, like I said, I think it's amazing how he didn't see that at all. He didn't look for those things at all. And the biggest thing, too, one of the few of the biggest things is this man knew, the centurion knew that Jesus spoke with authority and power. That's all he needed to know, that he spoke with authority and power. And most importantly, he just believed Jesus, and he just acted on it and said, hey, like, I just believe that, Lord, and I'm just going to go with it. Like, that is amazing that he didn't question it at all. He didn't, I, I don't know about you guys, but I do it in my own, in my own life when I pray for things. You know, I'm like, man, I really hope that I just prayed. I know it sounded like really spiritual and people liked it, but on the, on the deep, deep inside of me, I really hope this comes to pass. So even when it comes critical, like, you know, like I have family members who are sick or, you know, have things that are gone on or at church when I pray for people, I, you know, I pray and hope that my prayers actually do come to pass for them because who wants, who wants to see, who wants to pray and not actually have results? And thankfully, this guy did see results as he took Jesus' word for it. So that is just is awesome how he uh, how he did that. But 
Um, I think I said, seeing what this guy did and his and the servant, what he did, I just thought, like I said, it was amazing. I just liked how um, he just simply just, it was such a simple faith. Like he just believed Jesus and that was it. Like he said, Jesus, I'm going to just take your word at it. And, you know, and it's going to come to pass. I believe you because of, because of, because of your word, your authority that you speak, the power that you speak, like, you know, Lord, like that's it. Just say the word. And I said, he just, I think we could display that own kind of, um, and every, everyone here, I believe we can display that completely, that kind of faith in our own lives, in our own circles, in our own friends, just because of, you know, if, if, if uh, most of the Christians here in this room, people are going to look at you. I think people are always watching you, especially if you say you're a Christian. People are always watching you. And I believe that if you talk with this kind of authority and power, like, like Jesus said we would, I think people are going to look at you like that, too. People are always going to look for you to, to pray for them, and they're going to look for results because they know where the truth is. They, seen, they know the, the power that Jesus has, and I believe that all of us here can have that same kind of power only if we invest the time, just a little bit of time. If you invest just starting somewhere with God, starting somewhere with um, in your quality time, spending with him, and just, um, yeah, just starting somewhere. I mean, I can't stress that enough for you guys because, like I say, even in my life with my family members, like, I can't believe I saw the results, but it actually did come to pass. And that's the big part of it. It's so, um, so yeah, I'm really thankful uh, for this example because Jesus knew that we were going to look back on this. And, um, and so that way we can continue to take, take hold of this and continue to, to run this marathon in our faith. Like I said, in our, even in our own lives, um, we can, even if it's small things, even if it's big things, um, we can totally see results. So I, I think it's even the small things that I don't, people don't think that we can see um, results, but it's, not true. I think God is, he's excited over the small things. I don't care if you like pray that, Lord, I wake up in the morning for class in time. Like that's a victory. And you guys need to take that. Like seriously, like the smallest things I, I promise you are the, are the best ones. And that leads up to the big ones. And, and just the last thing is just, I just love how this guy had nothing to do with himself at all. He just believed he just believed God, just believed this word. He just believed that he would do it. And like I said, it's, and he's seen the results of it. So.